0: You got me? You can hear me now? Oh, I can hear you. (laughs) Can you hear me now? Good. All right. All right. Welcome. After, like, two weeks of um, me fucking up, I finally got you on the podcast. Welcome to Puffy Talks Food and Football, but today we'll just be talking a little football.
1: I mean, mostly it works out also for you because I had to, I bought a new microphone as well. So my audio quality is, is probably a good bit better than it would have been, at least at the beginning.
0: It sounds really good. Um, for those of you who are wondering who this is, I've been telling you like the last two podcasts that I had a Jaguar fan coming on and nobody believed me. Everybody was like, there's no way. Um, Some people was like, please ask him how the fuck that happened. But nevertheless, I allow him to explain. This is, this is, this is I call him Blake Bortles, but I guess he's not Blake Bortles now where he'll have to be Deggy P. Um, this Joey, a Jaguars fan, man. So let the people know who you are and how, they, how did you become a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars?
1: I mean, the answer to how you become a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars is you grow up in Jacksonville.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't, I mean, so, although, fun fact, my family actually, like, so I, I was born in Jacksonville, uh, and, but my parents, like, knew this family in Sweden. And like their kids kind of came and like opared, babysat for us or some shit. Uh, and and so like there's now a whole like random family in Sweden that's like a big Jaguars fan. In particular, like the one dude. I mean, the, the one of the guys who came over is really big. enough. He has, literally has like Jaguars tattoo on his arm, and like in the arm in the Swedish army, and this is this big intimidating dude that loves the Jaguars. And you see these Swedes talking about well. I remember something about them all talking about, like, David Garrard. So, that's how long ago it's been. but
0: That's crazy. That's <laughs> so, yeah, crazy. We're,
1: we're, my, like, so, even after we moved to South Carolina, uh, my parents are still season ticket holders and go to to all the Jaguar games that they can.
0: I mean, reason for hope now. Uh, the road doesn't look so dark. Uh,
1: you know, I... Anyone who's been a Jaguars fan for long enough uh no longer believes in hope.
0: So See, you know, I get a lot of people that come on this podcast and they just aren't they don't live in reality about their team. Um I do the NFC East next week and I'm gonna have two Cowboy fans on. I guarantee you neither one of them are gonna live in reality. Yeah, and, they're, those and Cowboys fans. In their opinion, they're going all the way. You you have no choice but to live in reality. Um <laughs> You know, Uh, know,
1: I got got excited. I I let myself have some hope after 2017 or whatever year that was. Uh, and that, and you know, I regretted it.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness! I mean, from the AFC championship game back to the normal top 10 pick, it was just
1: to to back to back number one,
0: you know. So, (laughs)
1: fun fact about actually the Trevor Lawrence pick that was the first time in Jaguar's history they had had the number one overall pick. We've had. We've had the worst record before, but tied to somebody else and said they got the number one pick. And uh, when we were an expansion team, the Panthers also got one of the coin flip for the number one overall pick. And then we got it back-to-back years.
0: <laughs> Damn. It's
1: a hard I knock mean, life.
0: Listen, I, I got to say it once because I know the people – they're like, okay, he's gonna say it because he always say it when he talks to Jaguars, poverty franchise. I'm sorry, just a pot, like just that, that, that's just only poverty franchises do stuff like that. Two years in a row, back to back number one picks, but I can't, I can't lie, we finished with the.
1: I mean, this poverty franchise just means that we're shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Telling that's like telling a Jets fan they have a shitty franchise. Oh yeah. no,
0: no, no. I work with a Jets fan and he seems to believe that they can win their division. He seems to uh, believe that Zach Wilson is the guy. Well,
1: well, if you know you're on Twitch chat at all, then then you know what Hopium is, and so yeah,
0: I guess I guess some yeah.
1: fans use Hopium.
0: <laughs> uh uh, uh. I keep trying to tell them I just don't see it with Zach Wilson. I didn't see it when he was coming out. I don't see it. I definitely don't see it now. And if you can't well,
1: go off- much like the Jaguars, if you are drafted by the Jets, your chance of being a shitty player goes up exponentially.
0: Well, let's talk about the Jaguars and their draft. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys drafted like three linebackers this year. But you did add Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd, so I do expect those two guys to come in and contribute immediately on defense.
1: You know, it's funny to me because we, uh, uh, so I, I, I live in South Carolina, obviously, and there's a lot of college football fans here, as as I'm sure you know.
0: Yeah, a lot of Clemson uh, South Carolina fans.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and but so the church I work at, because because I'm a I'm a minister, uh, they. There's a dude who's a big UGA fan, and I was like, "Oh, how how good of a pick did we make with Trayvon? Washington? Like, oh, I didn't even think Trayvon was the best player on our defense.
0: Nobody did. <laughs> uh,
1: You know, he he apparently I keep reading stuff that says he looks good, but we'll see. The the Jaguars all, always look good in mini camp against other Jaguars.
0: Listen, Trevor Lawrence has looked like the second coming of uh, fucking Tom Brady. Apparently from training camp, which I can believe. I really expect Trevor Lawrence to take a substantial leap this year. I
1: I mean, if, if he is the player that that we have been, which don't like, I thought I was pleased to take Trevor Lawrence. Like I think Trevor Lawrence should be a good player. Um, but I also know that the Jaguars are a terrible franchise, and we ruined lots of players. So.
0: I think he's gonna be really good, and I'm just hoping that you guys ruin him to the point where like he's good, but after his third or fourth year, he's like, I want out. I just don't want him in the division. I mean, he's (laughs) he's gonna be the best quarterback in the division in like the next two years. Just think. I mean, got got old man Matt Ryan, who the coach fans just seem to. I mean, Matt Ryan's still good. But they really, outside of Jonathan Taylor, don't have weapons on offense. Everybody talking like Michael Pittman's just number one guy. This like he, we don't even know if he he might be a number two. They might have a team full of number two, a uh, number two, and a bunch of like role players playing, and they just seem to think they're going to steamroll through our division. I just don't see it. Um, I mean, because
1: our division. I mean, I well, one, I don't know why they think that they would beat Tennessee.
0: Everybody uh, seems to think we're going to have a porous offense this year. Everybody seems to think we're just going to have an a, a absolutely terrible offense.
1: I mean, I've been, I, I've been waiting for Derrick Henry to stop being incredible, but it hasn't happened. So, until it happens, I'm just going to
0: – That's my right. whole stance. Like, we've never seen Derrick Henry not be good. So, until it happens, you kind of got to just sit back and wait. But I expect y'all offense to be okay. Um Lavicius Chanel. I don't know. We
1: spent a shit ton of money on Christian fucking Kirk.
0: Listen. Hasn't even had a thousand yards yet. Um do, how, how do you feel about the receiving core of Lavicius Chanot? D De- um I wish we kept DJ Chris, Christian Kirk. Um is Marvin Jones, Christian Marvin Kirk? Jones, and Evan ben. Evan Ingram.
1: Yeah, Ingrams are tied in and Zay Jones. Is that a guy? Zay somebody. Yeah, a... Zay
0: Jones is kinda gonna be you guys, I guess, possession receiver.
1: Yeah, I gotta say that none of those are receivers that make me think, wow, that's a really good receiver.
0: Um, yeah, none of them as a co- as a collective group with ETN when you add him and James Robinson in, it's not a bad group of pass catches and weapons and running backs at all. It it just feels like it's that,
1: it's a it's a whole core of number twos.
0: There you go. It's a whole bunch of complimentary pieces and no alpha.
1: Yeah, like I, mean, I don't know. I mean, frankly, Jaguars should have not lost Allen Robinson. That
0: yeah, that, that went out the door when you guys decided to
1: re-up with more Blake Bortles. But like, but that's the thing is, my understanding is it really wasn't. We just like didn't make any effort to sign him. Well, like, that, people, that I thought happy. people like tweeted things like. Sources say that uh, it would not have cost nearly that much money to re-sign Allen Robinson. And then Alan Robinson went and liked those tweets. <laughs> oh, damn. Because we're a poverty franchise, as you say. Poverty
0: franchise, and I think you guys are cursed because you're owner. I really think Shotgun has cursed the Jaguars.
1: <laughs> I don't know how he could have cursed us. We were bad before he bought us.
0: He bought you and brought more curses upon you. And Urban Meyer added another curse, too, so.
1: I mean, I, yeah, that was such a terrible hire. I Triple curse.
0: Uh, the good thing about it is, I mean, you guys made some improvements on the offensive line. I mean. um did we
1: know? We re-signed Cam Robinson, who has been mediocre.
0: I'm glad when you guys did that, but you added Brandon Sheriff, who, when healthy, is a good guard. Um, maybe Walker Little show some progress this year. You know,
1: yeah. So he added a, an injury-prone, like decent guard, and and we're hoping players get better. But I don't know that I would call that making upgrades.
0: Okay, I'm gonna tell you, getting rid of AJ can is upgrade.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, that's fair.
0: Now the there are two real questions I have with the with the uh, Jaguars, and okay. they all steam on defense, really. Okay, this secondary of Darius Williams. Tyson Campbell, Rashawn Jenkins, Shaquille Griffin, Andre Cisco, and Andrew Wingard.
1: Yeah, is
0: that gonna is that gonna be enough?
1: Uh, you know, I mean, I I think secondary and pass rush are both very closely related, so it's hard to say. Yeah, uh, uh, like like exactly. how good how much how good Trayvon Walker is if that unlocks Josh Allen at all. Which unfortunately we can't. We used to joke about him being the good Josh Allen, but we can't really make that joke anymore.
0: Uh I, I looked over you guys' linebackers, and like I said, you guys drafted like three of them, and you also like signed the guy from Atlanta. And that was,
1: you, like the weird thing about that is our defense was not really our weak point. Our
0: your second, the secondary, was, the secondary was atrocious. God, the secondary was atrocious.
1: The secondary was yeah, but like the, the linebackers weren't that bad. I mean, like, sure, we could have used some upgrades at linebacker, but like But not
0: him. Oh, not over Miles Jack. I mean, dude, he's way less athletic and he does not play the pass nearly as well. He's just a tackling machine. And I get it, you're playing against Jonathan Taylor, you're playing against Derrick Henry, you're playing against whoever playing for the Texans, they're probably gonna run the ball. But um yeah, they still can exploit him by spreading the ball out and throwing in his direction.
1: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, we got spoiled off of Paul Pazlusny being a...
0: Oh, a, Pauly P. Like, Pauly P.
1: Linebacker who wasn't as good in pass protection, who turned out to be, like, one of the best free agents, or maybe even the best free agent signing we've ever had. Um, but, uh, in the, in the problem, the thing is, we spent all this capital on our defense, and our defense was... I mean, our defense wasn't amazing last year, but it was not the problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. Anyway, Andrew Wingard are playing, is playing meaningful snaps, and it's going to
1: become a problem. Uh, yeah, although from what I hear, Andrew Wingard is not playing meaningful
0: snaps this year. <laughs> that, that's very important. Can the pass rush – can Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen – Light of fire to Kayvon Chason, Arden Key, you guys added him to be a, a rotational pass rusher. He plays a little bit. He goes in a little yeah, bit. Kayvon
1: I mean, Chason turned out to be a good player, but, you know, he's he's a Jaguar's first-run draft pick, so my, my expectations are low. Wasn't
0: a fan of him coming out. Was not a fan of him coming out.
1: And he has certainly never done anything to make anybody a fan of him since then.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say that you have to have a boatload of sacks in college for me to think you're going to be productive at the next level. Uh, Very few examples, you know, Daniil Hunter's one. The guy from Penn State, the Ravens drafted. He started to turn on a little bit last year. But, I mean, you guys are kind of in that boat again with Trayvon Walker. He didn't have a whole bunch of sacks. Chase Hun, he's a smaller pass rusher. Like, he should have went to a team with this – the defined role, he Seattle would have been great for him. He could have been the over player or the under player in that four three. But yeah, just I mean, you guys have no place to go but up, really. I mean,
1: well, I mean, very literally, we've had the worst record in the
0: league the past two years. So you got Trevor Lawrence. That's going to be a bright spot. I love ET coming out, comeback player of the year. I'm a betting man. I've been telling people to throw a little money on that. Um, I think it's a good bet. Other than that, what it really comes down to me is, to Yo, me is, you,
1: all, you are never gonna make money betting on Jaguars. Don't hey, don't bet on the Jaguars. the Jaguars, <laughs> Unless, Unless you're betting on them to fail, I would not bet on any Jaguars. I'm still fucking pissed about Maurice Jones-Drew losing out to Vince Young in the rookie of the year. Uh,
0: well, Maurice Jones-Drew was fantastic. he was he was amazing that year too. I think he should have won it. And that's coming from a tight uh, We
1: don't win award. I mean, Fred Taylor didn't make the goddamn Pro Bowl till the end of the I like like still like, not only fan. are Jaguars in general worse, but also we don't win awards. So I would not take that betting advice.
0: Still a travesty that Fred Taylor's not in the Hall of Fame. Um
1: yeah, that's my drum. I want Fred Taylor in
0: the Hall of Fame. I want Fred Taylor in the Hall of Fame myself. Um, my thing is with you guys on offense. I think Trevor will be able to overcome the deficiencies of the offensive line. I don't expect the people who are normally hurt to stay healthy on the offensive line, so I expect him to not be as well protected as they're thinking. But I just think against better secondaries, this offense is going to struggle because they just don't have that guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll just, you know, maybe I'm, I'm wrong and Christian <laughs> Kirk is is going to be incredible.
0: No, but- no, no, trust me. If it have not happened in five or six years, you haven't had a 1,000 yards, I mean, we can force you the ball to get you a 1,000 yards, but it might take 200 targets.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, in theory, Trevor, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, no, I'm not. I don't feel good about it. Um, it, I, It'll just depend on how good ATN is, how good Trevor is, if Trevor can make everyone else better.
0: Well, that's what a transcendent quarterbacks do. I mean, Joe Burrow overcomes Zach Taylor. He's a terrible head coach, but Joe Burrow figures it out. So, yeah,
1: Peyton Manning certainly carried the Colts forever and ever and ever.
0: Well, and then we then he went to Broncos, and we see what happened when Adam Gase it came away from him.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta say, like he he helped the Broncos win, but the Broncos won with with their defense, and then he was just good enough to not fuck it
0: up. But he oh. was a shell of himself, definitely. I I'm just saying they were really good for a couple of years, you know. Mm. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at Brady. It's Brady.
1: Brady. Well, Brady is is a better example of someone who who uh has been I would say Brady has had a lot more longevity. Like Brady's been good throughout <sighs> his career longer than Manny literally fell off a cliff there at the end.
0: I mean I mean what do you expect the man had his that big ass head was hanging on to a piece of spaghetti noodle
1: basically uh, I mean that's true that does explain why his neck his neck needed surgery
0: Yeah I mean you got that big IBM computer ass head with some fucking st- holding together with angel has spaghetti noodles like it, it's just not a recipe that's going to work
1: uh, Yeah I mean that's fair the the more the more of your body that is made out of spaghetti yeah, the worse yeah, the, the 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 less longevity your career is gonna
0: have, especially but. when you have a computer head and like literally the strength of your, the whole strength of your playing is not even your arm at this point. It's like literally your head.
1: Yeah, Brady, Tom Brady's lucky because there ain't that much going on in his head. So, I mean, he's very good at football. He's smart for football, but I don't think he thinks anything else.
0: Tom Brady's a psycho. That's the reason why he's still so good.
1: Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying.
0: I kind of think outside of the off season, Tom Brady probably like he don't even talk to his kids. It's probably just like film watching. Diet.
1: that was the whole joke, right? Out? He unretired because he spent two weeks with his family.
0: Yeah, he probably was trying to get them together and like you know game plan. He was like, "I can't, I can't do this shit, man. You guys just really sit around and do this all day." Yeah, no, I got to go out and get chased around by three hundred pound men. So, um, you guys over under win total is six and a half. Is
1: that really our over under? Wow, that feels high. Uh, You say under. I mean, well, I don't know. Let's let's look, let me look at our actual schedule here. Oh, I have it right in front of me. You
0: guys open with Yeah, Washington. but it's a lot easier
1: for me to actually look at it than just for you to read it.
0: So you're gonna be you. You told me don't waste money on the Jaguars, but they're like one of my favorite bets of week one. At Washington, no way, dude. It's Carson Wentz. It's or fucking Carson losing Wentz. Losing that man. game, that's that's loss. It, 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 you don't even have to win. Just cover. Just just don't lose by more than. I, I I don't- I don't know what the threat is. I but straight up I believe it was four points last time I checked it. Yeah,
1: I I don't know. Nah, I wouldn't I would not bet on them. It's
0: Carson Wentz.
1: Again I say you don't make money betting on the Jaguars. You make a lot of money betting
0: against the Jaguars. You make a lot of money betting against Carson Wentz too.
1: That's true. We did smoke him last last game of the last season, but we,
0: we uh, smoked his ass twice last year. We put the Carson Wentz packing out twice. Well, he we he
1: only won two games last or three games last year, but one of them was all right. So let's see here: Commanders at at Washington. I still think it's probably a loss. Uh, Colts. In Jacksonville, all right. So we have beaten the Colts now, like six or seven years in a row. In and you will,
0: and you will beat them week two.
1: So that is one time I'm willing to maybe. Well, of course, now that I'm, I'm willing to admit it. We're definitely going to lose. Nope. But, all right, so we're, we're at one and one here at tra- L.A. No way. We're yeah, gonna you
0: guys are going to get destroyed.
1: At Eagles, I hope fucking Gardner Minshew comes in and beats our ass.
0: That's a lot. I- I,
1: I, in theory, we should win that. I don't think If, if
0: you guys win. lose to that long neck fucking
1: quarterback. Oh, like you mean we did twice last year? Damn, that is true. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you th- – like, okay, Colts. At Colts, we're definitely losing at Colts. Uh, New York Giants. You guys can win a game. Game. You can win- a game. I mean, it's a, a winnable Dame I mean, Jones games. stinks. Broncos loss. Raiders lost. Chiefs lost. Bye week. I think that's a that's at least not a
0: loss. No. Nah, mm, at Detroit. Can't lose to Jared Goff. Cannot what? lose to Jared Goff. I Again, like Detroit. They're feisty. Guys. Cannot lose to Jared Goff. We're losing both games against the Titans. Yeah, Derrick Henry's back and he's gonna be pissed. So we'll
1: lose to the Cowboys. So let's see here. One, two. All right, so let's see. Two Texans games are in theory winnable. So we'll at best we'll win one of those. Uh Jets is sort of winnable, I guess, but it's in New York, so that's dicey. At Lions, also dicey. So between at Jets and At Lions, we'll only win one of those. Oh, yeah. Take the under. Take the under. There's no way we're winning seven games this year.
0: One, two, three. Yeah, man, I see a five. I see five, and if you're lucky, yeah, maybe we'll get to six. six. You get to six. I see. Oh, there's five. no way we're winning seven games. It, three and three. It, only way you guys win go over this win total. You have to split with every team in the division. If you guys do that, you go over this win total.
1: Yeah, but we're we're not winning we're winning zero games against the Titans. We only get we don't, I mean pro, we probably will only win one game in the division. So that, that's my bet.
0: Yeah, man, because I could totally see like we don't play out too close to the end of the year. I can see yeah, us being hit so on stride then. I gotta wait so fucking long for Titans hate week, bro. And then you get then you're going to the Titans days. the first game. It's gonna be cold, and then they you know it's like prime dairy Harry's home.
1: Good. I hope we I hope Derrick Henry fucking breaks his goddamn leg the way y'all broke Mark Brunel's knees and ruined his goddamn career.
0: I mean, y'all broke Marcus Mariota's leg. Marcus
1: Mariota's career was not promising before that.
0: Right after that, though. You it got really, it got, it got be really be promising
1: after that. that. For a year.
0: And then it didn't. Okay, so breaking his leg was good. Yeah, it, it was it was, it was Man, was good. listen. That, year, that first year under Malarkey, that 1st full four-year, man, I thought we had something, man. I was watching games, and I'd be like, yo, he got it. He got it. He's it. And then that nerve issue happened week one in Miami, and honestly, that, that was it. I tell people all the time, like, I was fine with him as our quarterback until he injured his elbow in Miami. Nerd. People out there don't know what nerve damage does, bro. Of course his arm looks like Guini. He does. He probably can't fully feel the ball. Yeah, nerve damage is that. So, man, I'm glad we had this talk. I, I, feel uh, like, uh, I feel like we came to a real resolution here. The Jaguars are going to hit either between five and six, but there's no way they're getting. This. You know what? You know how you guys get to seven. You gonna you guys just got to win a division. If you you guys are going to win division, if you get past six and a half wins.
1: We're, we're going to either be five wins Or we're going to have ten wins
0: Yep, Dougie yeah. P, coach of the year There you go right there That's the only thing, there's, the only, there's no in-between It's either they're going to be, you know, four uh, and 13 gonna, Or they going to be For the
1: last, like, decade <laughs> or Oh or yeah,
0: you guys are the Usually we only get four wins Man I don't want to go back to them days and not believe that we can win more than four games, but it's better to live in reality than to lie to yourself.
1: You know, well I mean, luckily I'm a Braves fan, so they just won the World Series. Oh, won- so you could
0: give a fuck about
1: anything. So I've got I've got one good thing that's happened to me in my lifetime.
0: What was your college football team?
1: Who gives a shit about college football?
0: Uh, that means you must have a shit
1: college football team. I, told I mean, you. I mean, it means I went to a, an FCS
0: school. Oh, I went to a school. I went to a college for a year and a half that didn't have a football team, but I'm a Michigan man. So.
1: I mean, like when I root for big schools, I root for like UF and Clemson. So like, nah, I mean, I'm sure I'll root for good teams. The school I went to just doesn't play to it. I just. College right. football just sucks. You watch it, and you're like, wow, these players are a lot less good than pro players. I I listen every I, I, And people I, I, are like, oh, it's so exciting. And it's like, yeah, there's a bunch of big plays because
0: it's just like watching a high school football game. Because, yeah, every big play is just somebody fucked up. It's literally like watching two good high school football teams when they're high scoring who just have good athletes. And it's like, yeah, he's just going to run a go route and catch it for a touchdown. The other team's going to throw a screen. He's going to break it for a long pass. I love college football. Don't get me wrong. When Alabama's rolling, I love to watch Alabama. I want to see somebody play some fucking defense, though. That's why Georgia, I was all over them all year. last year. I made a ton of money betting people because I knew Georgia was stacked on defense. Teams yeah, that can I, actually play defense tend to win the national championship. And I mean, yeah, but
1: that's all. Yeah, I mean, that's like college football. They play any good college football team. A lot of them, most of them only play like, three real games a year anyway
0: other than that, other than the sec that's why i respect them so much people hate it but man when you line up on your schedule and you have mississippi state you have bama yeah. you have uh, there's, florida there's like georgia you, you play in the sec you're gonna play at least four to five like t- god like teams of guys that are gonna be at the next level anyway so you know when you're drafting sec talent you want to see the production versus other SEC talent. I like Traylon Burks for the Titans was very productive in SEC play. Roger McCrary, our second-round pick at corner, very productive. That's what you want to see. Trayvon Walker, not as productive, but still a very good play, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I wasn't pumped about the Trayvon Walker pick, but at least in theory, it's, it's, no, it's no, like, Tyson alo pick. That
0: was – Taven Brown or Tyson alu Which is worse?
1: Oh, Taven Bryan. Yeah, because
0: Tyson Aluoglu actually went to Pittsburgh and made himself a nice little player for a couple years.
1: Right. And, and, I mean, Tyson Aluoglu was at least – even though he wasn't good for us, he was at least serviceable.
0: Taven Bryan, like the first three years of him, I I forgot he was in the league.
1: So, here's the thing is, one, we took Tyson Aluoglu over. I think the guy I wanted to take that year was Ryan Kerrigan. And Ryan Kerrigan would have been a million times better.
0: Would have been a great player, 10 sacks
1: per uh, year, pretty much. But, but so, when we took Taven Bryan, the player who I really wanted us to take at that point in time was Lamar Jackson. Oh. I was like, please, why don't we take Lamar Jackson? That would be such a great value pick right
0: here. I'm so glad you got that.
1: 31, that would be insane. And awesome. then we took fucking Taven Bryan. And then Taven Bryan was shit, and I was like, cool. I'm so
0: glad you guys didn't take Lamar Jackson. Oh, my God, you'd be running shit. Yeah,
1: side. man, imagine how great of a draft pick – like, imagine how great the Jaguars would be if I was our GM, except fuck that, but
0: oh, – Well, I, I I know I should be a GM. I think I wanted – I wanted a couple of players that, like, uh, just did not pan out, but I did want A.J. Brown when we drafted him in the second round. I wanted Jeffrey Simmons. Um I did not want Caleb Farley and I did not want Rashawn Evans, though. So we'll see what with Caleb Farley what happens. But I yeah, I, did. I wasn't a Rashawn Evans fan. I wanted Isaiah Simmons two years ago. So
1: I did not think Isaiah Simmons was going to be good. And I don't yeah. know that he's proven anything yet. But.
0: And I also wanted, um, when Jalen Ramsey was coming out, I was like, trade the whole form and just straight up and get Jalen Ramsey. I mean, still, stand, I, still stand by I, that to I, this I was day.
1: pleased with that draft pick But in classic poverty franchise mode We couldn't keep him
0: Man, listen, him being from Nashville And being close with a couple of players I really was so mad That like we are division rivals Because I felt like they would have dealt for him And a secondary with Kevin Byer And Jalen Ramsey in it
1: I Yeah, I mean, I'm not unhappy about that Because there's no team I hate more than the Titans
0: I don't get it, like it's uh, okay. I,
1: I, well, it's because I, when I, I know, was born, I know, I know. You also used to fuck us,
0: and uh, in '99 Greg, we destroyed your season.
1: It's because Greg
0: Williams
1: ran your defense and ruined Mark Brunell's career. And yes, it's because in '99 we were 14 and two with two losses to the Titans, made it to the AFC Championship game because. Some fucking shithead referee didn't call back the goddamn Music City
0: Miracle. Was not a forward pass. I don't. In this podcast, we will not be calling out a forward pass. I don't know what. You it's,
1: got it. it's funny because I know there's no way we were ever going to beat the Titans, and so I'm not mad about losing to the Titans that year. I'm just mad about the Music City Miracle. Literally that year when we in 2017 or whatever when we made the AFC Championship game and lost to the Patriots. And the Titans played the Patriots earlier in the playoffs. I was rooting for the Patriots. I was like, we have a way better chance of going to New England and beating the Patriots
0: than we do of beating the
1: Titans in the playoffs. There's just no way.
0: Yeah, man, it's, <laughs> I, I think it's just one of them things. Like when Peyton Manning was with and, and, and Andrew Luck really like Peyton Manning used to give me the blues. Don't get me wrong. We never beat Andrew Love. And I, I can remember numerous games of us being up in the fourth quarter and just blowing it. And it, every time we played the coach, I just had a feeling of impending doom anytime we played him. Just because it just seems like, man, like, we could not stop that fucking guy to save our life. Like, he just gets hot. It just happens. And I know there's no worse feeling than playing somebody and it just seem like you just can't beat that fucking team.
1: You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, we certainly have beaten the Titans, and, but yeah, we've kind of had a weird kind of success over the Colts. And, and, you know, being stuck behind Peyton Manning, it's frustrating, but it makes sense. You're like, okay, Peyton Manning is one of the best quarterbacks. The Titans have not historically had the best teams. We no. just couldn't fucking beat them. And then Jeff Fisher called us, like, called Jacksonville his second home because he beat us, He owned us so badly.
0: And who who owns you guys worse? Derrick Henry or Jeff Fish?
1: Uh, Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah. I I think it might be
1: meaningless now.
0: I think Derrick Henry, like, no,
1: I mean, do you remember, are you enough of a baseball fan to have known about that clip of a Pedro Martinez talking about having to call the Yankees his daddy? Yeah. That's how I feel about
0: Derrick Henry. (laughs) I've, I've seen several Jaguars fans on Twitter. Just refer to Derrick Henry as their daddy. And it's like, even like the official fan came, fan page, like Big Cat Country or whatever, from yeah. Twitter, they've tweeted that they the people get mad and it's like, bro, like we don't stop him. He dominates us, and we just. I, don't. I
1: mean, I have I have said I don't know how. Like, I I don't care if we lose. I just don't want Derek Goddamn Henry to beat us, and then he still beats us.
0: Man, listen, the 99-yard touchdown run forever is going to live in my head. Forever. Just because not only was it disrespectful, it does not seem like he ran 99 yards with everything he was doing. And I literally knew once he broke through that, like the first five yards, I was like, oh, I think he's going to take this all the way. Nobody's going to want to hit him once he's get that steam going. It's scary. I, I love him. I love him. He could have another 1,500-yard season and put him in the Hall of Fame. I don't care what anybody says. If he does 2,000 again, put him in the Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think there's a good chance he gets a Hall of Fame He would have to fall off a cliff.
0: Yeah, it's not happening. But I don't care what you say. I do think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. I think you guys I are mean, going to be way more competitive than you think.
1: I, I mean, I'll take competitive. I watch – I mean, I watch all the games anyway, <laughs> but like – I'm not I'm not gonna come in here thinking we're gonna do well until they show me or give me a reason to act. Like I've just seen too many, too many years where, oh, good signs out of training camp. It's easy to look good when you pick the Jaguars.
0: Listen, you should never buy into that. I told you, you guys and the Dolphins are the off-season darlings every year. Every year, you guys and the Dolphins get so much preseason hype. I don't feel I, like people usually get the Jaguars preseason hype. I hear it all the time. I be I, last year. I can I cannot tell you how many podcasts I listen to with people telling me with telling their audience to go look for a futures ticket with the Jaguars doing the AFC South and it's worth putting a bet in because they this division is terrible and they can easily creep up and win it. And I would just sit there and be flabbergasted I guess, as to yeah, what I guess the fuck they were talking about. People thinking like, oh, like no, they they River were making, they were they making a case or. like.
1: But, um, but again, the whole problem with that is, and, I, and it it desperately pains me to say this, but like the Titans are a good team. I don't know why. Like even if Trevor came in and was a good rookie, the Titan, It's not like like okay, maybe they beat the Texans and maybe they beat the Colts, but the Titans were a good team. They no. all Damn, number one ASC, like number one seed last year, and that was not that wasn't
0: a fluke. I don't know how many football podcasts you listen to, but the football world do not believe in the Titans being a good team because of the play style we play, they do not believe that we are a good team. No,
1: it's because it, Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback,
0: that and because the play style nobody believes in the running the ball first and all that stuff. And Ryan Tannehill's quarterback, but Ryan right. Tannehill.
1: Because he has played terrible play play style when your quarterback is Ryan Tannehill because if that doesn't work, your fallback is Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill is probably a little better than people give him credit for, but it also doesn't fucking matter because it always works. Derrick Henry is just so good. It doesn't matter.
0: And I think Ryan Tannehill is going to keep getting that rep until actually in the playoffs when we need him to do it, he does it, you know, make some plays with his arm. People always talk about, you know, we've since he's been there, we've been successful, we won some playoff games. Uh, Yeah, we beat the Ravens with the run game and the defense. We didn't beat them. He threw for like 100 yards that game. We beat the Patriots for him throwing for like over 100 yards. You got to do it when it matters a little more. Um, You can't go out there and toss three interceptions in the playoffs while your defense gets 11 sacks. On my birthday, might I add, still not going to forgive you guys for that. Losing the playoff game on my birthday. Still not. And with that note, we've been laughing at you the whole segment. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's good one there.
0: <laughs> that's some that's some real pain. We're gonna end it right there. I, I appreciate you stopping by. No problem, and, my friend. And you just take heed to the Jaguars covering that four points week one. I will be texting you and telling you. I told you so. Yeah, Carson, I mean, I'll, I, I'll be Wentz.
1: fucking pumped. I would love for us to do that. But. Outright
0: win. I got well, y'all. As outright win. One, no outright chance. win. No Carson chance. Wentz. Outright win. You heard it here first, y'all. My underdog I did, I did pick of the week. You are
1: correct about that.
0: The man. underdog pick of the week. Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> going to the Commanders, the Carson Wentz Commanders, and they're coming home with a dub because Carson Wentz is fucking putrid. Damn straight. all right y'all I appreciate Joey for stopping by Uh, keep hey keep the Jaguars and your prayers people all right y'all peace